Still befuddled, Harry frowned and muttered, I'd rather stand. Whatever. He arched his brows. Whatever what? Whatever you want, she returned with that same off-center smile. The coffee machine made a horrendous noise, followed by a hissing sound that caught him unaware. Harry backed away before she set a freshly brewed Americano on the counter in front of him. He stared at the coffee, wondering what he was supposed to do with it. Take a sleeve and be careful. It's hot. I don't need a sleeve. In fact, he wasn't sure what she was talking about. Sleeve? She shrugged, again showing a decided lack of concern. You have all the information on your assignment? He nodded, raised the cup to his lips, and tasted the coffee. The liquid had to be close to the boiling point and burned his lips, not to mention that the cup was uncomfortably hot to hold. Too proud to let her see, he set the cup down and then jerked his hand discreetly by his side a couple times to shake off the sting. Celeste automatically handed him a paper sleeve, and grumbling under his breath, Harry took it. You're stepping in, teaching the classic literature class. Harry was well aware of his assignment. Have you read Dickens, A Christmas Carol? she asked. Who hasn't? He responded nonchalantly, wanting her to know he was well-versed in human classic literature. Although he had reservations when it came to this particular story, especially the author's depiction of the afterlife. Who hasn't? Celeste repeated. Probably 99% of the students in your class? That goes without saying. Anyway, you and I both know Dickens got it wrong. I have serious doubts about an author who so flippantly portrays heavenly spirits in such a manner. As far as I'm concerned, Dickens has taken far too much literary license. The description of Marley's ghost and the three spirits is beyond ridiculous. Someone needs to set the record straight. Humans don't actually believe. Correcting misconceptions about heaven isn't part of your job, Celeste said, cutting him off. Harry was tempted to argue but changed his mind. He could see it would do little good. Clearly, she was opinionated and most likely unable to see reason. He'd heard about angels like this, ones who were given an earthly assignment and lost their heavenly perspective. Sadly, they got caught up in the temptations of earth. That wouldn't be a problem for him, of course. Celeste leaned against the counter, resting her folded arms there. Am I detecting a bit of an attitude here? she asked. Rather than answer, Harry posed a question of his own. How is it you're the one in charge? Do you have a problem with that? Uh, listen, Harry, while you were strumming away on a harp, I was dealing with the likes of Columbus and Lewis and Clark. Do you have any idea how difficult it was to guide them? He didn't, and stared down at his coffee. Playing the harp isn't as easy as it looks, you know. Celeste grinned, as if to say he didn't have a clue what he was talking about. We need to work together, got that? He straightened. It hadn't been his intention to start off on the wrong foot. Got it. Good. The coffee had cooled down enough for him to take a cautious second sip. As I said, all the necessary paperwork has been arranged. Your story is that you've accepted a transfer from Oregon State Community College. For your first assignment, you're here to help Addie Folsom. She's made a few bad decisions, but is back living at home now and has enrolled in your class. 
Addie is dyslexic and has some serious doubts about her ability to learn. She never did well in school and fears she won't be able to do so now. Your assignment is to show her that she's smarter than she thinks and can succeed in her desire to work in the medical field. Her father was a chiropractor and she would like to follow in his footsteps. And then there's her neighbor, Eric Simmons. As a young teen, Addie had a real thing for him. That relationship might require a bit of help on your end, but don't worry. Most everything leading up to their interaction has already been set in place. Addie is going to need encouragement and a bit of direction. This first student is a test to see how well you manage before you're given the more difficult tasks. He nodded, having already familiarized himself with the young woman's history. I'm ready for this, he assured his earthly guide. Excellent. If you have any problems, come straight.